Hello and welcome to the week five review edition of Punt the QB Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Rick Navalani and here's Tim Singer. Tim, uh, sad day for us, the Sox, they're done. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a sad day. I'd like to say it was a good season, but uh, we won a pretty bad division and yeah, that's enough of that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's still an exciting season. Uh, it was a lot of fun, fun came out of that season, but uh, but let's move on to football. Yeah, a lot, a lot to talk about like usual. Um, the headlines out of week five are more injuries. Um, we got to start off with a big one. Saquon got a low ankle sprain. He's out two to four weeks. I know that stings you pretty bad. Yeah. Well, you know, at this point, you, you got what you you got what you get. <laughs> you know, I mean, you yeah, picked, you picked a guy that gets hurt a lot, um, and uh, yeah, and he uh, he just keeps he keeps on going down. Yeah. If you got a pet snake, you're gonna get bit. Yep. That that's just the way it is. Um, so yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. Low ankle sprain. And he looked good. He did. You know, week three mm-hmm. and uh, week four, he had looked pretty good. So it's pretty sad. Uh, another running back that's injured. See, you know, stop me if you've heard this before. Another running back injured. Yeah. CEH, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Uh, one of the injuries to come out of that Sunday night game for the Chiefs. He just hit the IR. So he's out a minimum three weeks with an MCL sprain. Um, what are we doing with that? What do we make of that? I, I guess Darrell Williams. I mean, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Are really you think, asking me or telling yeah, me? <laughs> I, no, it's more or less like a uh, exclamation point question mark or question yeah, mark I, exclamation point. I think that uh, I honestly like. I liked. I drafted him in one of my leagues. I drafted Jeremy McKinnon. I had to let him go because I have so many problems. Yeah, he's been a disappointment. But I, I could see Jarek McKinnon getting more more reps than than Darrell Williams. Even he definitely adds a different element. We know what Darrell Williams is. Mm-hmm. McKinnon adds a different element. But to be honest, the, the the best rusher on that team is Pat Mahomes. Yeah, well, they also, I mean, they're also another one of those good teams that just don't have to run the ball. because Yeah, they good. don't bother. But it is news. He, CEH was a second or third round draft pick yep. in most leagues. Yeah. Um, another injury, and it seems to be a developing theme, Juju Smith-Schuster is officially out for the year with his shoulder ah. injury, so... But I feel with Juju with this injury, it, it's more or less of a mercy. If you had him, you kind of felt like you had to start him, and now you don't have to start him. Yeah, I think that that's pretty much you either have the ones that really hurt your team, and then you have the ones that are like, well, this makes my decision for me a little bit easier, rather than having every week to pick, do I put Juju in as my third receiver or as my flex or, or somebody else's over there? Well, now there's a clear-cut decision. Yeah, now officially out for the year. So, like they say in Major League, cross him you off cross the him list. Cross him off the list. Um, another one that people might have missed because it came down on Saturday news, Kittle, and we brought it up in the preview show, was doubtful for the mm-hmm. game. Well, he was officially placed on the IR by San Fran, so mm-hmm. he's out a minimum of three weeks with that calf injury, which is a shame because, I mean, he was one of two fantasy-relevant guys on that team. Yeah, I mean, but when we're talking about Kittle now, I mean, man, how... Unfortunate is it to draft one of those top three tight ends? We were saying you had to get one of oh, those guys. Oh, we kept saying all oh, your big three, big you had three. To get one of those three guys, and now look, you got Dawson Knox, uh, Dalton Schultz. You got these guys are just tearing it up right now. David and Joku tore it up. I mean, there's a lot of tight ends right now in the middle of the pack that it's like, are they hit or miss? Yeah, but when they're hit, holy cow, some of these guys, the points they're putting up right now. Yeah, I actually got some numbers we'll talk about later on in the podcast that, that really backs up what you're talking about, mm-hmm. the mess that is the tight end position. So one more little talking before we hit these reviews, and we talked about it in our little text chain on Sunday. Mm-hmm. 
there was a bad day for kickers. Yeah. 26 oh total kicks missed in week five. And we'll talk more about it, that Green Bay Cincinnati game. It was about 15 minutes into Sunday's game, and there was five missed extra points. Extra points. We're not even talking a 57-yarder at the end of the half that the coach felt like trying. Extra points. 26 total kicks missed And those those games, the the ones that cost Green Bay and Cincinnati and uh, and Indianapolis, it's just – so many Yeah, how huge kicks. was that missed extra point for the Colts? Yeah, I mean, or how big was those missed kicks for Cincinnati and Green Bay going? Oh, yeah. Could have been game over. 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 Jeez. Yeah, Louise. I feel like the only reason Crosby is still on the Packers is because Rodgers likes him. Oh, because Crosby's only been there for about, like, you know, two decades. Yeah. Uh, well, there's no way to segue to this game. Let's start off with a Week 5 review, the first game of Sunday. And I, I, honestly, I just feel bad for London. Mm-hmm. Because like you brought up in the preview show, we're supposed to be, you know, uh, putting our product out there for people to in a different country to love and, and to fall mm-hmm. in love with. And first we send them Atlanta and the Jets. And I, and I know it's not a preview show, but did you see uh, next week's London game? Uh, it's not good either. Yeah, Miami and Jacksonville. Yeah. So... If you didn't like those two bad teams, guess what? We got two more bad teams for you. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, like honestly, this is this is what you get when you get these games. I mean, you get um, yeah teams that are willing to give up. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is, if you're talking about teams like Atlanta and Jacksonville who are willing to give up home games, you're telling me you can't at least send the Cowboys out there with them. Yeah, you know, I right. mean, like you know, <laughs> the, the, the Chiefs, true. the Cowboys. Why well, can't the Cowboys yeah. play a road game in London? Yeah, you probably get a lot of people. Well, the people are people were pretty amped about it, the game anyway. There and some oh, of that. Oh yeah, the stadium but, was filled. And those those. But you know, man, I got to tell you, when you get these these bad teams playing against bad teams, I mean, don't don't think all of a sudden that Atlanta is something special here. This is no, and then yeah, let's get you know the pro you are. Let's get right into it. Atlanta twenty seven, the Jets twenty. And in the theme I, I had texted you right away early, you know, Sunday morning while drinking coffee, <laughs> which is still weird drinking coffee while watching football. Yeah. I can't believe I put money on the Jets. Yeah, well it's it's, it's pretty bad. It is it it's pretty bad when you're talking about these two teams. If you're betting money supporting these two teams, I just I don't I can't do it. I can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> I'll bet against yeah, it. I'll bet against Coach Singletary. Can't do it. I'll bet against Atlanta's win total. I'll bet against the Jets' win total. But I'm not betting on these guys to do anything. Yeah, yeah. That that was a my, uh, that was me believing that they were headed the right direction after that win against the Jets, and I was wrong. The star of this game was Kyle Pitts. It was a Kyle Pitts coming out party. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, out of necessity. Yeah. I mean, they were without Ridley. They were without Gage. We talked about that in preview. It was a Kyle Pitts. They finally figured out, hey, we got a good athlete at tight end. Let's get him the ball. Ten targets, nine catches, 119 yards, and a touchdown. Now, that vaulted him up to tight end number seven. Yeah. Isn't that and crazy? He was sitting there in the middle of no man's land yeah. with all those tight ends, and then he finally comes through. But, hey, this is what happens when you play a bad Jets team. Yeah, exactly. They they are. It's kind of like when you play the Lions. These are teams that are going to make you look bad, and, yeah. and they, or they look good, I'm sorry, yeah. and the Jets are one of those teams. I mean, another guy who we just cannot shake, Cordell Patterson. Cordero Patterson, yep. Th- this guy keeps finding it away. He had 54 yards rushing, another seven catches for 60 yards. Even without a touchdown, he had 18 PPR points and currently sits at RB number three. In PPR, yeah. He is. Just, I mean, it's unbelievable. Which it's is crazy because he's not really even a running back. The wild roller coaster ride that this that is this season with Cordero Patterson, and and qu- quite honestly, 
the rest of the 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 running backs in fantasy is kind of oh, it's, it's been, kind it's of all over the place. Yeah, and I, and I you know we, we we talked about in the headlines the Saquon injury, mm-hmm. the Ceh injury. You know, every week, what do we talk about in review shows? More running backs that got injured. More mm-hmm. running backs that get injured. So all the guys that are zero running back truthers and, and hero running back mm-hmm. truthers, this is them waving their flag. This mm-hmm. would be like, hey, we told you. Yeah, but also when you're zero running backs or hero running back, you better make sure you got the right guys on your bench. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. better make sure. Well, then again, I mean, even if not, how many guys could have been picked up on waivers? Cordell Patterson was still on waivers in most leagues until week three. Yeah. I mean, this past week, I mean, you could have picked up Chubba Hubbard. You mm-hmm. could have picked up uh, Williams from the Bears, yep. you know, um, Damian Williams. Mm-hmm. This upcoming week, you can pick up Devonta Booker and mm-hmm. uh, Darrell Williams. Alex Collins. Alex Collins, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying all these guys that are, and we're not, but all mm-hmm. these guys that are zero running back truthers, this is them waving their flag. This is to say, hey, we told you. Yeah. You know, I mean, from the from the Jets side, there isn't much to talk about. Um, the Zach Wilson interception counter is up to nine. Yeah, leads the league with nine. So and he gets uh, he gets a bye week now. He gets to he gets to sleep it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Corey Davis, uh, the only other Jet worth mentioning, had four catches for forty five yards. Well, Mike, Mike Carter got in. The, Michael Carter got in the end. The zone. team, yes, he did. I'm sorry, I, he he had a whopping ten carries for thirty eight yards. So that touchdown, anybody that happened to start him. That touchdown saved his day. Well, with all these injuries at running back, you might you you're starting to run into you have to start some of these guys. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, I I mean I'm one of those guys in our league where I I don't even have guys like I got guys on my bench I can't get in my lineup. My my guys yeah. uh, my my roster is decimated. This was just a yeah, horrible year. You're, I would say you're having bad luck. It, it, you know, except for Malcolm's team. You know, yes. I yeah, mean, they, nobody can compare nobody, to that luck. Nobody can say I'm having bad luck it, when yeah. I look at Malcolm's all of Malcolm's injuries. Six out of his first eight picks or something. Yeah. Like Speaking of bad luck, if you're a guy that ran into Tom Brady this week. Bucks forty five, Miami seventeen, and the Bucks just kept scoring. I mean, this game was it was over. Miami was, I think, it was seventeen, like seventeen at one point or something. It was pretty close. I mean, Miami came out and scored two touchdowns real quick. It was at one point like fourteen to seven, right? And but then Tom Brady the... got got a hold of the game, and then the game was just over. He... And then they just kept on scoring. Like Miami was like tapping out halfway through the third quarter. You had like the whole Braveheart crew was like. Oh, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that meme, you know, with Mercy. I mean, it's so Brady, 30 of 41, 411 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. In week five, he was QB three, and on the season, he's QB one. Mm-hmm. They just keep throwing. Yeah. They you just know. don't care. They're just going to keep throwing I the mean, ball. It, hey, you know what? Dra- uh, DraftKings had a uh, over-under for him to have 36 touchdowns, and I remember sending you a message like, hey, did you get in on this? And you were like, oh, it's a little too much. He's might have thirty six by yeah. like week twelve. I yeah I I once again I was wrong, <laughs> but I just I mean at some point we feel like what's the old saying Father Time is undefeated. Yeah. You feel like he's at some point is going to have hit that cliff. Well, I feel like I feel like you Father know. Time is is uh is probably undefeated in one. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. undefeated in one because Brady's still chucking. And along. that's the thing is he's not just. Like Brett Favre at the end of his career, you know, or uh-huh. Peyton Manning when he got dragged to a Super Bowl by the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Brady is excelling, you know. And, and along the way, everybody else is eating. I mean, A.B., 7 for 124 and two touchdowns. Evans, it was good Evans. We talked about bad yeah, Evans, good yeah. Evans. It was good Evans, 6 for 113 and two touchdowns. He was Mike Evans, not Bob Evans. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, they got some good biscuits and gravy. Um, and even Godwin, who was heavy, quote, let down, still had seven catches for 70 yards. Yeah, even Fournette. Fournette had a good game uh, as well. He got he had a touchdown and he had a, a what a... Yeah, a, he had a 100, 110, 110 yards. Uh, total yards and a touchdown. So, mm-hmm. 
Uh, you were talking about all the injuries to running backs. If you're getting desperate, well, as of right now, you know, if you actually like surprisingly enough, how we were saying you can't start any Tampa Bay running backs going now after that week, Leonard Fournette in PPR, running back fourteen, crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's just I, I don't know if that is a testament to what he has a quote unquote accomplished or the bad shape that is the running. It's back the position. bad shape that is the running yeah. back position. No one's trying to run the ball. I mean, look at Miles Gaskin in this game. He had a monster week, and that was because he was catching balls. Yeah, you, uh, I, I mean, and as we had talked about it, you actually had to sit him in one league, and, and rightly so. I mean, even rushing, he didn't do anything rushing. His 25 year, yards rushing against the Bucks was probably a season high, if you, if you want to think about it. We just talked you know? about it in the podcast last week. We were like, do you have to give up on Miles Gaskin at this point? And we were like, yeah, you kind of got to sit him on the bench here, throw that, especially against a good run defense in Tampa Bay. And then he comes and does this. Yeah. 25 yards rushing, 10 catches, 74, two receiving touchdowns. 10 catches. He was started in a whopping 13% of leagues. Yeah. 13% of people had enough guts or just didn't set their lineup to leave or him in Or just there. didn't have anywhere else to go. I mean, in week five, he was running back three. And for the season, he's running back 18. And like you said, we were talking about, do you give up on this guy? Miles Gaskin doubled his output in one week. Yeah. He had 31.8 points. On uh, on Sunday, he had thirty one point eight for the entire season. Crazy, that week. yeah. And that's and then, like I said, that was against the vaunted Tampa Bay run defense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and, and you know, moving on to the next game, we talked about the bad day for kickers. Green Bay twenty five, Bengals twenty two in overtime. Hey, this under came in for me. Thanks for yeah. all those missed field goals. Crosby had three missed field goals and a missed extra point, and Cincinnati's kicker most missed both of his field goal attempts. They missed five field goals, I think, yeah. in the last two minutes of the game. Yeah, like, they were just like, and anything then you can do, I can yes, do worse. Yes. You know, I mean, it, it was brutal. I, there's nothing else to say. I mean, can we just can we just stop for a second and at least acknowledge the fact that um, Devontae Adams is is the best receiver? Is him and Tyreek? The stuff that they do. There's is a reason they were first round yeah. picks. Yeah, and that's the thing is I, I, I kept texting you on Sunday because I happened to be that guy who was playing against both Tom Brady and Devonta Adams. Mm-hmm. So we all know how that worked yeah. out. You can have a great lineup, and I did. I think I scored the third most points in our league. Uh-huh. But when you run into, like I said, Tom Brady and, and Devonta Adams, there's nothing you can do yeah, but get yeah. run over by the bus. Mm-hmm. And Devonta Adams, the star of this game, sixteen targets. 11 catches, 206 yards receiving, and a touchdown. And that blows my mind. It's it's not like the other team doesn't know where the ball is going. <laughs> How do you not double team on on every play? He's getting about 60% of the yards that Rodgers throws. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Is, yeah, a- exactly. Adams had 206 yards receiving. Aaron Rodgers threw for 344. I mean, isn't it this madness? Mm-hmm. And it just I'm pulling my hair out because I don't have him in either league. And I'm like, how do they not know that this is where the ball is going? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah. And then, like I said, we talked about Rodgers, 344 yards, two inter, uh, two touchdowns, one interception. Did you know we were talking about this whole scorched earth tour? Do you know he's only quarterback 14? Yeah, he's not. He, well, you he know, is, you've got him. Yeah. I have him in one of my leagues, and he has just been average. He's just been slightly above average quarterback play right now. Yeah, he's one of those you got to start every week, but he's not going to win you well, the week. He just won't lose you the week. What else is he going to do? Are you I mean, unless he's going to throw for 300 yards to Devontae Adams, he's and, and three touchdowns to Devontae Adams. Nobody else besides the one week Aaron Jones was catching all kinds of touchdown yeah. passes. Nobody else is catching touchdown passes on this team. Yeah, we talked about, "Oh, is Cobb going to be the guy?" Well, he had two catches for 30 yards, so we already know the answer to that one. You know, it's hit or miss. He'll yeah. have some games where he catches two touchdowns, and a lot of other games where he does this. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Jones had 103 yards rushing, 
So, I mean, he just, he didn't get in the end zone, but, you know, he had his numbers. We were talking about the increasing stake that A.J. Dillon and how they mm-hmm. trust him more. Yep. He's kind of slid into last year's Jamal Williams role. Yep. You know, he had 79 combined yards and a, and a receiving touchdown. Mm-hmm. So, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, he's, he, I, like I mean, said, the, the two running backs in on teams where the two running back system is working, man, it's great. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and Green Bay looks like one of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the Cincinnati side of this game... Jamar Chase continues to be a star. Yeah, we everybody laughed about his his drops in the preseason. In fact, he sat out. The, he sat out a whole season of college. Yeah, exactly. All the all, all the, the the you know the cases for woeing that thing. Mm-hmm. Another ten targets, six catches, one hundred fifty nine yards, and a touchdown. He is wide receiver eight in PPR leagues. Yeah, he's 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 crushing it. Yeah, I mean, and that's there's nothing else you can say. I mean, we talk about we talk about the three receivers there. You know, oh, uh, uh, you know, Chase. Higgins and Boyd. Well, it's Chase. Dot dot dot. Higgins and Boyd. Yeah. You know. Well, and and on top of that, this is. I mean, I know we just had Justin Jefferson last year, but I think Chase is blowing away what Justin Jefferson did last year. Even. I mean, it's hard to blow it away, but I mean, he, he's on pace to better those yeah. numbers. So, factually speaking, yeah. I mean, Burrow, I mean, if you're watching that game, he got upended pretty bad. So mm-hmm. you're like, oh man, here we go again. You feel bad for him. He didn't miss a snap. Yeah. You know. Threw for 281, two touchdowns, two picks. So between the missed field goals and the interceptions, it's probably what cost him this game. You know, uh, and not much else to talk about from the Bengals side. A Higgins, 5 for 32, Boyd, 4 for 24. Yeah, Mixon had a mediocre game with the touchdown. Yeah, Mixon's day was saved a little bit by the touchdown. Perrine, they split carries. Perrine had 11 attempts, Mixon had 10. I don't think this is a, a this this is your this is your split like uh, Dylan. And Jones, this no. is this is this is a Mixon mix was that wasn't a hundred percent. Yeah, and, and Perrine is just going and, out and there to spell. Actually speaking, Perrine just hit the COVID list, yeah. so we might see more mix. All right, let's week. get to the next. Game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tennessee thirty-seven, Jacksonville nineteen. I don't know how much of this game we really even need to talk about, except for the fact that Derrick Henry still is blowing everybody else away oh. when it comes to the running back position. Blowing away. And like I said, I, I, I kept beating the drums, in, especially in standard leagues, that he should be the number one pick. Mm-hmm. And, and granted, CMC and um, Dalvin Cook have been injured. But here's how good Derrick Henry is. Not only is he RB1, he is 15 points ahead of RB2, which is Eckler, who's having a pretty good year, mm-hmm. and 33 points ahead of RB3, mm-hmm. which is Cordell Patterson. So he not has... only is he crushing, he's crushing everybody else. He only has 10 running backs within 60 fantasy points of him in a PPR. Crazy. 60. Yeah. 60 points. And that was the thing is everybody was worried about him in PPR leagues because he doesn't catch the ball. It doesn't matter. We said that Miles Gaskin and Leonard Fournette and those guys were, were, they were like, 14. You said Gaskin. He moved all the way up to running back 18. Miles Gaskin has 62 points. He, the 18th running back. Mm-hmm. If you double his points, still doesn't add up to Derrick Henry. Isn't that madness? So that he's scoring twice as more than probably 70 running backs in the league. Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry, yet another ho-hum. 29 attempts, 130 yards, three rushing touchdowns. I, I continue to contest that if you just run the ball with Derrick Henry, you're going to win games. And that's pretty much what they're doing. I mean, Tannehill has been an extreme disappointment. He's quarterback 21 on the season. A.J. Brown, I know he just came back from injury, three catches, 38 yards. Nothing else to talk about on Tennessee but that Derrick Henry. No. And, and, and from the Jacksonville side, James Robinson is actually RB10. Another quality game despite the losing and the fact that they've had to pass a lot. 149 yards rushing and a touchdown. Yep, I mean he's a plug and play running back, hey. and you got you got a, a Jacksonville team with Urban Meyer who doesn't have to worry about it all the all the publicity anymore. Now everything gets redirected. We'll get to that game 
later. Oh, God. But we don't have to... He does, there's a head coach that doesn't have to worry about the big X being on his back. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, let's get to... Let's get to yeah, well, I don't really know what else you really I'm want to sorry, talk the, about. I'm sorry, from the Jags' wires, I did want to mention, because we talked about it with the DJ Chark injury that was going to open up opportunities for LaVisca Chenault. Yeah, one catch, 58 yards. Yeah. And then even Marvin, who's really fallen off, one catch, 25 yards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just disappointments other than James Robinson. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence keeps rushing in touchdowns. I mean, r- running quarterbacks right now are putting up bigger points than Absolutely, everybody else. Absolutely, yeah, as long as they can stay healthy. It's mm-hmm. a tough job, but if they can stay healthy. Um, another disappointment of a game. Patriots, who were super lucky to win this game. <laughs> right. It's Patriots 25, Houston 22, which is weird because this was a 39 and a half over under. This is, this is once again, this is Jets, this is Jets Falcons. This is what happens when you take two teams that are below average offensively. They're not interesting. They're not fun to watch. And then you start watching Patriots just turning the ball over and just playing poorly. Yeah. And you get a Houston team that jumps out ahead of them, and then of course Houston does. What does Houston do? They 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 lose games very well. So they turn around and they find a way to. Yeah, lose Yeah, they this were game. winning most of this game, yeah. and they just could not put them away. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I don't know that the Patriots won this game, and the Texans lost it. Yeah, you know, nothing special from the Patriots side. Damian Harris, we did say if this was a spot to start him, he had fifty eight yards and a touchdown. So. If he was your RB2 or flex, he, he did save the day with a touchdown. He did get you some points, at least. Yeah, it's something to keep an eye on going forward. He's, he's got a chest and rib injury, so something to keep an eye on going forward. And I'll mm-hmm. bring that up in the waiver segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, from the Texans, Davis Mills had 320, 312 yards passing, three touchdowns, no picks. He's been a disappointment all year. We talked about how he was a quarterback 36 behind yeah. Tyrod Taylor. Yes. For week five, he was quarterback six. That just goes to show you the weird... And when is, you're talking about a team... That just last week held Brady down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the only other note from this game, Brandon Cooks, who we were expecting bigger things from, three catches, 23 yards. Yeah. The old nothing to see here. Yes. Yeah, I mean, just, right? <laughs> it's, and, and, it's the old it's the old day, great noon games. All right, let's talk yeah. about these noon games. Hey, yeah. let's get to another one that was really... Another disappointment. And stop, But exciting, though, at the end. No, yeah. Oh, my but, God. But stop me if you've heard this before. The Lions lost a game that they should have won... <laughs> <laughs> 19 to 17 on a long field goal. Yes. Stop me if you've heard this before. Yes. I mean, like crazy. Yeah, Minnesota 19-17. It was basically a carbon copy of the Ravens game. You know what though? How much could how much do you have to appreciate uh the the Campbell, the coach for uh Detroit? Dude, that guy was crying at the press conference. Oh. This guy this guy loves this they, team. Oh, this he, guy loves these players. And how do these these players They've got to fight for this guy. This guy is like putting himself. But like... I'm just. I mean, yes, we're five weeks in, and they're fighting for him and fighting for him. <laughs> that will get old. This is, you know, these are professional players, and they can't. They can't stand losing. And that's the thing is, they got the touchdown. They went for two. We're gonna go for the win. And they got it. And they got it. And you're like, oh, they finally got the monkey off their back. Nope. Nope, 26 seconds. <laughs> yeah, right down like the field. I, said, I, I mean, a kicker own field goal. The only bright spot of this whole game was Alexander Madison. 25 attempts, 113 yards rushing, another seven catches, 40 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, he was an absolute star. He is he is Dalvin Cook 2.0. If Dalvin Cook does not play, Alexander Madison is literally 
Dalvin Cook. Absolutely. He's, I, he's a stud. I mean, when Dalvin, we were talking about at the beginning of the season, I thought Dalvin was going to have an MVP type season because yeah, we he was going to be a man on a mission because it's a free agency. It's a yep. free agency year. It's a walk year and stuff like that. And I'm sure the Vikings are going to let him walk because Alexander Madison is Dalvin Cook 2.0. Absolutely. And why wouldn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's talk about Justin Jefferson. He had a great week also. Yeah, Jeff, but that, you know, like I said, I wanted to highlight Alexander Madison, but you're right. Justin Jefferson continued. I was worried about the sophomore slump, and mm-hmm. you know, blah blah blah. Justin Jefferson, ho hum, seven catches, 124 yards. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's gotten to the point you just expect this out of him. I mean, you know, the disappointment on the Vikings side, besides the score, uh, Thielen, two catches, 40 yards. He did not do his all he does. No, he did not. But you know, it, 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 the pace he was on is ridiculous mm-hmm. to keep. Uh, I mean, from the Lions side of it, uh, DeAndre Swift had another good game. A lot of that was catch up catches, yep. trying to, you know, but 51 yards rushing and a touchdown. Uh, six catches, 53 yards, 22 PPR points. He is RB7 on the season. Dude's killing it. Yeah. Dude is dude is killing it. I remember all, and the, everyone was saying, oh, is he a second-round pick? Is he a third-round pick? Dude, dude's a solid player. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody pick. that took the chance on him has been richly rewarded. <clears throat> um, one thing I wanted to mention for the Detroit game before we move on, your boy, Amon St. Brown, seven catches, 65 yards. The Scorpion King. Yeah, I mean, like I said, at some point somebody he's, has to catch the he's ball. Starting, he's starting to come around now. He's starting to get those plays. Yeah. How's your guy doing with that side bet on with the Houston? Oh, Nico Houston Collins guy? has been hurt since week oh, two. Oh, Nico Collins. That's right. I, I forgot what his name was because he's oh, been on IR. Don't tell me you want to talk about show bets. All right. All right. So All right, let's the, talk about poor TJ Hawkinson over here. This yeah, guy is hit catches, or miss. 22 yards. And is still tight after back-to-back disappointment. Still tight end six. Yeah, I mean, which tells you about the tight end landscape. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, another disappointment. But the fact is, you got to keep trucking them. Mm-hmm. Um, another disappointment, <clears throat> at least for the Carolina side. Philly twenty-one, Carolina eighteen. Carolina was up fifteen to six at the half mm-hmm. and could not put them away. They were in control of this game, and Philly did not look good. The whole first half, it didn't look like they could do anything. No, first three quarters, they, <clears throat> they, they didn't represent a football team, and Carolina could not put them away. Mm-hmm. They could not put their neck on their, you know. And once again, you, once you, when, you can't put, when you're an average team, and you can't put another average team away, that, that you're, it's going to come back I, and I feel you. like if they had Christian McCaffrey, they might have been able to put him away. Yeah. I mean, not that Hubbard didn't. I mean, Hubbard had a good game. Hubbard had 24 carries for 100, 101 yards, another five catches, 33. He had a good game, but he's not Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. You know, and we were expecting, you know, Sam Darnold. A, a lot of theme we see him uh, with, uh, remember the great star for Derek Carr, the great star for Kirk Cousins? Mm-hmm. Same thing. You know, Sam Darnold, they were calling him Cam Darnold, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yeah, 177 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. This is the Sam Darnold the Jets fans <laughs> Yes. You know? And, and and it's that's the thing is you, you know you just have to go to expect it you know from the continued Carolina side DJ Moore five catches forty two yards that that's a down for him you know uh, can we just not talk about Robbie Anderson anymore until he does anything productive yeah fuck him yeah <laughs> uh, there goes our PG thirteen I mean Jay, Jalen Hurts man Jalen Hurts this guy remember we were talking about it in the preseason. Why is this guy so ranked so high? Well, he's ranked so high because he's doing what he does. I, and that's the thing. My hesitation going into the season with him is is all the reports coming out of yeah. Philadelphia that they were they went out and got Garner Minshew. They were trying they were to talked get about Deshaun Watson. Watson. Yeah. They didn't have faith, and that was my hesitation. Not only that, but it's hard to be a running quarterback in the NFL. At some point, those guys don't last. Mm-hmm. But so far, so good. If you rode with him, you're riding with him. Uh, I mean, 198 yards passing, 30 yards, two rushing touchdowns. I mean, he's... He's quarterback number seven ahead mm-hmm. of Dak and Matt Stafford. Yeah, well, you know what? It, it, it's crazy too, considering what he's doing with a with a rookie Devonta Smith and two tight ends and pretty much nobody else. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right, let's talk about the Steelers and the Broncos. Here's another game that uh, most of the time you wouldn't think would be too interesting. But, hey, the Pittsburgh uh, came out swinging right off the bat. They had that big 50-yard touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson. I think that was all he pretty much did all game long. But but then, you know, Pittsburgh just kept uh, kept their foot on the gas and kept uh, kept taking it to yeah, the Yeah, o- the other teams we were talking about that couldn't put people mm-hmm. away, the Steelers did. Mm-hmm. And you absolutely called it on this game. I, this is one of those games I was like, eh, stay away. Two heck, you know, two teams that have good defenses. You don't know. You called it in, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, twenty-seven, nineteen. Uh, I Najee Harris is becoming a star right in front of us, mm-hmm. right in front of our eyes. You know, I mean, we're talking twenty-three carries, one hundred twenty-two yards, and a rushing touchdown. His first hundred-yard rushing game, mm-hmm. which is tough to do. You know, when we're talking about. The, the team they play against, you know, the, yeah. the offensive line they mm-hmm. play behind. So, yeah, 122 yards rushing and a touchdown. Another two catches, 20 yards. He is RB4 on the season. And a Denver team that's usually pretty good. Yeah, usually very good. Absolutely. Um, the guy who took advantage of the Juju injury, Claypool, mm-hmm. five catches, 130 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Deontay, I mean, he, he did get 72 yards and a touchdown, albeit on two catches. Yeah, that, that but they still yard count. catch was, was, was that pretty much all you needed. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, you know, that, that's – you you worry about that when it's like Robbie Anderson having a fifty eight yard touchdown is all his production. Not with Deontay. Deontay, you start every week, and if this is his quote unquote down game, two catches, seventy two well, yards, and a touchdown, you'll take it. Look at Denver, man. When 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 Teddy plays, even though they they lost that game and we put up nineteen points, guys are getting guys are putting up numbers. Yeah, Courtland absolutely. Sutton put up numbers. Uh, Tim Patrick put up a decent game. I mean, you know the the running backs put up. You know. Average average points. Yeah, it's tough when you've got a committee. I mean, you brought it up. Sutton, seven catches, 120 yards, and a touchdown, which is a shame because he's had two really good games yeah. and three bad games. Yeah. But I feel like you got to keep putting them in your lineup mm-hmm. in case it's one of those good games. Oh, yeah, you don't want to miss out on the good games. Absolutely. Game. And that's, yeah, that's the thing is because when he goes off, he's kind of got some Julio in him. Mm-hmm. When he goes off, he goes off. Yeah. You know, and yeah, Tim Patrick, you brought it up, seven catches, 89 yards. The Denver, uh, I mean, unless somebody gets injured, mm-hmm. It's a straight-on committee. Every week, the carries are the same. Yeah. I mean, Williams, eight carries, 61 yards, three catches, 25. Gordon, 34 yards rushing, two catches, nine yards. I think even if you no, look at... There was no touchdown to save him this Even time. if you look at the the run, the run, runs and the receptions and some of that, even if you take the runs, they're pretty much split right down the middle. And if you take the catches, they're pretty much split right down the middle. Yeah, it is, it is an absolute committee. Touch for touch, it is absolutely 50% in that game. Yeah, Um the game I was billing up is the Jekyll and Hyde game. Mm-hmm. New Orleans, Washington football team. 33-22. And I remember asking you, why was the over-under 44? seems low for two offenses that mm-hmm. could go off. And even Vegas was like, we don't know which team's showing yeah. up. Yeah, 33-22. This was good, dare I say, Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. I mean, 279 yards passing, four touchdowns. One interception. Now, granted, com- it was the hail percent of his passes. Right. No, he, yeah. Like I said, 15 out of 30. Mm-hmm. A lot of that was on the Hail Mary at the end of the second yeah. half. Yeah. They, they were very lucky. I mean, like you said, you texted me, like, how, you know, this this garbage Washington football defense that was supposed to be awesome. Yeah. That's supposed to carry him to a division title. Like, yeah. You can't even knock down a Hilden Mary. I believe I believe instead of R E L A X, how, how Aaron does it, I just go T R A S H. These defenses that everyone was talking about were going to be so good, like Tampa and Washington, are trash. Yeah. They cannot stop the pass. And guess what? Guess what everybody's doing? All they're doing is passing the ball. Yeah. No one's trying to run the ball. So when you say, like, oh, yeah, Tampa's got this great run defense, nobody's trying to run it anyway. No, you're right. You're right. That's the thing is, you know, they – 
Tampa blew out the Dolphins because the Dolphins have Jacoby Brissett, mm-hmm. and that's a bad team. Yeah. You know, they're not going to do that out with everybody. But, I mean, Kamara had a solid week. Uh, Winston, he threw four touchdowns. I mean, this is the Jekyll and Hyde that we were talking about. And that's the thing is, you can't start Winston every week. Mm -hmm. But, and that's the thing, people are going to be tempted. They're like, oh, he had four touchdowns. Whoa, that thing. A lot of that was on the Hail Mary. And that's the thing, if you want to talk about Callaway, he's had back-to-back good weeks. He had four four catches, 85 yards, two touchdowns, only rostered in 42% of leagues. A lot of guys that drafted him. But... My friend, dot, dot, dot. They've got a bye this week, and guess who comes back after the bye? Michael Thomas. Yep. So I feel like any production you're getting out of Jameis Winston is going to Michael Thomas. So woe that thing on the Marquez Callaway. Well, let's see. Who knows at this point? I mean, Marquez Callaway wasn't getting anything because Deontay Harris was the guy there, and his numbers weren't even that great. No, they really weren't. You know whose numbers were good? Alvin Kamara. Yeah. 71 yards rushing, 51 receiving, two touchdowns. And remember we were talking about the Taysom problem? Mm-hmm. Well, Taysom got a concussion. Yep. And he so, got knocked out really early in the game Yeah, with like that to the point where he had to be carted off. Yeah. So he was woozy enough where he couldn't walk and off. And that was, I think, like within like the first half hour. So we were talking about the quote-unquote Taysom problem for Kamara owners. Not so much. Yeah, well, not when he's knocked out of the game. Right. And and that's, that's why he was able to have two touchdowns. He's up to RB9, and, and mm-hmm. that's... A lot of that's what you expected going into the year. How about the touchdown vulture that is uh, Antonio Gibson? Yeah, Gibson, um, the only thing saving him these last couple weeks has been the touchdowns because he's not involved in the passing game. Mm-hmm. And even this week, he had 20 attempts for 60 yards. Mm-hmm. That's a three average. You yeah. know, my kids can do that math. That's a three-yard average. The two only thing saving him was those it. two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Let's you talk know. about Scary Terry. Yeah, Scary Terry, who who's awesome when he's awesome, like mm-hmm. the Cortland Sutton thing. He had 11 targets, which he turned into four catches for 46 yards. That goes to show the maddening cons- ins- inconsistency, easy for me to say, of t- uh, Taylor Heineke. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and that's, yeah, that's the thing is. And he had, a, he had a rough game, too. <clears throat> yeah, 248, no touchdowns, two picks. He did add 40 yards rushing, but yeah. Tim, what are we drinking today? Uh, we are drinking Sierra Nevada's Oktoberfest. We're taking the Oktoberfest tour. Yes. And uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Sierra Nevada. They've mm-hmm. got some decent beers. Um, but like I said, we're taking the Oktoberfest tour. I got to tell you, I actually am a big fan of Sierra Nevada. It's actually okay. the, uh, Torpedo and a couple of their other IPAs are some, uh, some of my go-tos. If I go to the, if I go to the Jewel, if I go to Jewel or Mariano's or I go to like a regular, uh, grocery store rather than like a Benny's and I can't figure out what I want, I just always fall back on a Sierra Nevada and I'm pretty happy with what I drink most of the time. No, I, I hear you. I, I tend to stick to Sam Adams and Revolution Brewing. Um, but like I said, I, I mean, I, I don't think you can go wrong. Most of the Oktoberfest beers that we've had have been solid beer. It's, yeah. it's the, the, the way that they're made, you know, are, are quality beers. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 again, you know, I don't think you can go wrong with it. You yeah. know, it was reasonably priced and it's good. And we're, we're getting to the, we're getting to the end of, uh, middle October here. So we're going to step up. We're going to keep stepping up our Oktoberfest game. Keep drinking the Oktoberfest all yeah. the way up until they stop selling them. Yeah. I, I'm buying them two at a time to put them in my garage so I can drink through the Super Bowl. All right. So that, that ad was brought to you by Tim and Rick's Oktoberfest <laughs> binging <laughs> brewery tour. Absolutely. Let's go to the three o'clock A, a game that you needed to drink for. Yeah. Bears 20, Raiders 9. So let me ask you this, Rick. Mm-hmm. Was this good Bears defense, or was it the Gruden distraction for the Raiders? Uh, a little bit of both. The Bears, the Bears. I mean, we'll talk about Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, this is a team that when when they have when they play against other average teams, 
it's it's like you're Atlanta and the Jets when you have two bad teams playing against each other. The, the Bears are just an average team. But that's the thing, and is the I, Vegas I, Raiders are an average team. That, so, but that their three and one record and the way they had played early on didn't say they were an average team. They said they were a better, more talented team. Yeah, I you feel know? like the the wheels fell off on that in the last two weeks when they when they played against the good Chargers team. Um, and well, the Chargers got, are a good team. Yeah, the Chargers are a great team, and uh, and then they they have the uh, whatever's going on with Gruden. And then, the, and then you know the Bears. Obviously, yeah, yeah, I think it's a little bit a, of both. I think it's I'm, a little bit of both. I think I think Gruden lost the team, right? And, it, it became a distraction, mm-hmm. and and that's the thing is I, I think a lot of those players were like, you know, when they have success, Gruden gets the attention, and now they're having you know uh, troubles, and it was Gruden. I, I think that I think that part of that was a distraction, mm-hmm. which is is shame. I'm not going to get on politics, but I think it's horrible that you can dig up anything ten years old and use it against people. I, I think that's horrible. Well, I mean. But at the same I'm not saying time, I agree with the stuff he said. Yeah. I'm just saying we're supposed to be able to evolve as a people, have conversations, learn from each other. And I hate when people get dug up stuff, a Twitter tweet, and this was emails, but a Twitter tweet from like 15 years ago, and all of a sudden somebody's got to go on an apology tour. Yeah, but you know what? 10 years ago, what was Herm Edwards saying? Don't push sand. Don't yeah. push sand. You, why would you give – why would you even – I just don't – I don't understand it. One – there, there's no business for hateful talk like that when you're talking about. I mean, if and the fact that Tony Junji, God bless Tony Junji, because Tony Tony Junji, he's somebody Tony, everybody respects. Yeah, he's everyone a class respects. Act. I totally respect Tony Junji. Tony Junji, Tony Junji is like, hey, uh, Gruden says it, it, it was he, he, he was attacking the man, but he wasn't attacking his race. And so, oh, okay. I, I don't believe it, but, I mean, he's a better man than I. I will admit I that Tony Dungy is a better man than because I. Because I disagree with your argument doesn't mean I don't like you. Yeah. I, I, that's what I, I think that's the point he's trying to put across, mm-hmm. but we but don't do that here. I just, what did you think was going to happen? Right. You can't be writing this stuff down and stuff like that. What One, you shouldn't be thinking like that already. And two, if you are, just keep it to yourself at this point. You're a grown man. Like, you're a grown man. Ten years ago, this guy was still 45, 50 years old. Can yeah. we agree on that? No, you're right. You're right. Herm Edwards, I I love, don't push send, but he makes complete sense on most of these things. And this is what I love telling people all the time. And I say this, is, say this to my own child at 17 years old. I said, children make mistakes. Adults make bad choices. He made a bad choice. That now comes around and bites him and costs him his job. This dude will never work for Monday Night Football again. This dude will no, never broadcast doing, a game again. He was doing again. Corona commercials. Mm-hmm. He was one of the highest paid analysis on Monday Night Football. A high, hugely high paid coach, even though he hadn't been in the league for a decade. This man won't have anything to do with football ever again. Was it worth it to send some messages to think that you were going to like get something I, I across? Know. I just hate to make your, to get you somebody on the other line of an stuff email. On people. I, to get another guy on an email to what to laugh about something? No, it was stupid. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying in any way shape or form I agree with what he did and said. Please understand that. I just hate anytime you dig up old stuff. Aren't we supposed to evolve as people? Aren't you supposed to, the whole point of a conversation is I listen to your point, you listen to my point, and I speak like, you know, you're right about that. You know, I, I just hate any time you dig up old stuff. That's all I'm saying. I I, I I understand that, but at the same exact time, you can't, you just can't do certain things. I know, but I feel most people in this country, if your whole life was videotaped and recorded from minute one, I could find something negative on everybody. I oh, could absolutely. find a 30-second tidbit that makes everybody look bad. Absolutely. At any time, yeah. you, at any time you could find somebody at their absolute worst and the cancel culture will come in and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's all the I'm only, saying. And I, the only problem is 
the only problem is, and and it sucks to say it, is you you, you just can't you can't open yourself up to that kind of stuff and stuff yeah, like that. No, you're right. If you're a private Make person smart and stuff like that, like you know, you know, maybe maybe people around you are gonna oh this guy's not a good person and stuff like that. But you can't just you can't be putting this stuff out there not thinking it's gonna come back around. No, you're you're right. You're right. I just I wanted to say my piece. You know, this way, let's get back to football. Yeah. Um the so, football aspect of this game, Justin Fields, I mean, factually speaking, they won the game, but it wasn't because of him. Well, this is two weeks in a row now where Fields is having subpar weeks. Yeah, and, subpar he, and he didn't even really rush the ball. I mean, that's, He hasn't rushed the ball in two weeks. And that's the thing is, you know, he's got a hyperextended knee, which they tested and it says he should be good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I asked you, was it Bears defense or a distracted Raiders? Because mm-hmm. the Bears certainly didn't win this game. I mean... Damian Williams got his opportunity. He had 64 yards rushing and a touchdown. Another two catches, 20 yards. I mean, Khalil Herbert stole the store more. Bleh, stole more of the story mm-hmm. with 18 carries, 75 yards. So I feel they're both going to get opportunities in Montgomery's absence. Yep, I agree know? with that 100. percent I just at this point, I mean, I know everyone's saying that Laser is is calling the plays, um, but he's running the ball. Yeah, I mean, at least he's running the ball because yeah, 34 rush attempts. He wasn't because uh. Nagy wasn't doing that, but I mean, how do we have this weapon in fields that you know, can run the ball? What he does best, and we yeah. haven't tried running the ball with this guy at all. No, but and, everybody else is running. You have these running quarterbacks. But how many of these guys in the top twelve for quarterbacks right now? Josh Allen runs the ball. Kyler Murray runs the ball. Jalen Hurts runs the ball. James Winston even runs the ball. Sam Darnold runs the ball. Why are we not running the ball? Why are we not setting this guy up to succeed? No, why right. are we playing this? Why are we playing this? 1990s style of uh, grind out games when we've got a guy that can move the ball around. So it'd be like saying like you be like saying the rookie year of Lamar Jackson and, and Deshaun Watson when these guys finally started coming out and playing and so like that. They just kind of were like, yeah, you know, no, don't run, no, don't do that, don't do that. You know what happens to people like that? Jamarcus Russell. That's what happens to people like that. Yeah. Look so you, you better st- up to- you wow. better start opening this guy up. No, you gotta right. start letting him do what he does. Let this guy cook. Where Russell? You let Russell cook. Let no, this guy cook. I, I know. You're, everything you said is accurate, but we're talking about a Bears victory here. I know, but it still doesn't... No, you're, everything you said is right. I'm hold just on, saying... Hold on, So, I mean, we're talking about Bears victory, yeah. We're also talking about a Bears team that made the playoffs last year. And did you have no, any they hope... backed into Listen, a did that you have exist. any hope that that team was going to win a playoff game? Not a chance. Do you have any hope that this team, if they were to grind their way through and make the playoffs, do you have any, with the way they play right now, is there any chance they win a playoff game? No chance. Is there a chance right now they win seven games? I hope so. I know. I bet, I bet it too. <laughs> Selfishly, but I'm just saying, like the way that they're playing when they play. Actually against, speaking, they're three and two. Let's see what happens when they play Green Bay this week. Because, I mean, if they play the way that they're playing right now against Green Bay, I think they're going to lose. No, you're probably right. We we spent a lot of time on this game. We didn't even touch the Raiders. Car, 206 yards, no touchdowns, a pick. The Derek Car, we know. Just yeah. like I talked about. With Sam Darnold and Kirk Cousins, same thing. Derek Carr, this is the car we know. Mm-hmm. Um, Renfro kept doing Renfro things. Dude, this guy is Six great. catches, 56 yards. If that's his disappointment, I'll take it. I got to tell you, if you're in a league and you have Robbie Anderson on your team and Hunter Renfro's out there, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, well, if you're in a league that Renfro's out there, I mean, good for you. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a non-competitive league. Um, Ruggs went over his total. Three catches, 51 yards. You I called told it. you he's going to go over. You, you told us on this show. You told us on Walkers, Beers, and Bears. You told us. Uh, Waller had a, quote, disappointment, four catches, 45 yards. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's going to happen. He set the bar so high, mm-hmm. that's a disappointment for him. So we spent an awful lot of time on that game. Part of that's my fault for talking about something we don't usually talk about. 
You know the game was awesome and oh, exciting. Hey, real quick, can I bring up? You know what Josh John Gruden's uh, uh, bet that they had a they had on, on the sports books the first uh, coach to get fired or resign, and John Gruden was like a thousand to one. Wow. Yeah, it was like it was something that ridiculous. surprises me because the Raiders are one of those franchises where you just never know. From well, I think that nobody would expect it because they started off at that point. I think when it was put out there, it was it was. Uh, I'm surprised that includes resign because usually it gets fired. Yeah, but I would just you know, say like, it was like the first a... one to let go. I mean, when you're talking about resigning, I mean, weren't you pretty much told to let? Yeah. Let go? But anyway, but I was just—I just thought I'm that sure was—I thought was that was the, interesting. Listen, we're going to fire you unless you say you resign. I thought it was interesting because it was like the leaders were like Urban Meyer, Matt Nagy, you know, maybe you know a couple other. Players. Yeah, and, and that's why I asked you a couple weeks ago: teams. Will Urban Meyer be at USC before the end of the season? Probably. I mean, it's the Nick Saban rule. The Jaguars are bad. He—he's groping women at his bar. <laughs> I, I mean. Uh, you know, it's just funny. There's the haves and the have-nots yeah. in the NFL. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to go No, there, you're right. right. Hey, you know what? This is The show is two guys talking. Yeah. If you want stats and analysis, you can go to ESPN, FS1, or the 57 Sports Networks. If you guys want two guys talking about the real stuff about football while drinking beer, that's what we're here for. Yeah. All right. Um, Chargers 47. For, for, <laughs> talking about the Arena League. Chargers 47, Cleveland 42. This was crazy back and forth. This was no regard for defense. No. I mean, that's the thing is we were talking about one of the better defenses this year was Cleveland Browns. <clears throat> They're like, no. You know what the Browns did? They helped Austin Eckler get in the end zone. That's what yeah. they did. Which, <laughs> that was awesome. I mean, which, by the way. It was a smart play. was smart. I mean, They actually went to tackle. I don't know. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, there was like a minute and a half left in the game. And uh, and the Chargers are just trying to, to run trying the to center clock. The ball they were trying the to center the, the kicker, ball for yeah. the field goal to win. The cornerback for the safety or something like that for the Browns goes like goes to tackle this guy and he's just kind of giving up. The safety goes around on the other side and pushes him into the end zone. Yeah, they literally carried him into the end zone when he's trying not to. Uh, it was just you don't just don't see that too often. Yeah, that was my that was my takeaway from this game. That and Justin Herbert is a star. Yeah, I said a couple weeks ago he's becoming a star. He is an absolute star. Pardon me. I mean, three hundred ninety eight yards passing. Four touchdowns, an interception, another touchdown rushing. In week five, he was quarterback two. Yeah. And it was some huge games. Yeah. For the season, he is quarterback five. Mm-hmm. And he had a couple of games, like the game against Dallas, and I think he had another game, I think, against Sam, uh, Casey, where the, his numbers were not that good. He didn't throw a lot of touchdowns. They they found ways to um, stay in those games, and he actually threw for a lot of yards, but he did not throw for a lot of touchdowns in those games. And it kind I'm of, just saying, I, I feel like he's he's matured in only his second year, and that yeah. was my reservation. My reservation about the Chargers this year was they weren't all that good last year. They lost games in the end, and that you know sometimes that sophomore slump. And, and again, I was wrong. He is tied for the for the he is tied for the best two game like two seasons, um, like for the most three hundred yard passing games in his first two seasons. And the first, most like three or four touchdown passing games. Yeah, he's going to shatter all those. And we're not even halfway through this second season. He's already tied for the best best records on all those. He's a star in the making. And Austin Eckler, another guy that people had reservations in standard leagues, he's RB2. Yeah. I I mean, 66 yards rushing, uh, two touchdowns. He was helped on one of them, but those still count. He doesn't. 
He doesn't need the touches when he when he does what he does. I mean, with the, and with he the, even had seventeen attempts, seventeen attempts, sixty six rushing, two rushing touchdowns, and five catches, fifty three yards, and a receiving touchdown. He is RB two on the season. That whole offense is just firing on all cylinders. I mean, Keenan Allen. He, you could say he had a subpar game with seventy five yards receiving on six catches and no touchdown. But Mike Williams is, I don't know, arrived. Yeah. Like, like Mike Williams, you every week you go, oh okay, oh okay, oh okay. And then he has the one for ten. And you're like, okay, maybe we're getting more back to... Nope, here he goes again. Yeah, you keep waiting for him. And, and the problem with him has never been a talent. Mm-hmm. It's been injury. Mm-hmm. And, and, we, and that was the reservation going into the year. It was like, well, if he stays healthy, he's in a quarterback, he's in a contract mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. he can go off. He's going... I don't think anybody saw this. 16 targets, 8 catches, 165 yards, 2 touchdowns. You can tell who Herbert's guy is. Yeah, that, and that's the thing is, I mean... Allen having a, quote, down game, like hmm. you said, you know, I, I mean, everybody's eating. Everybody yeah. in the charges isn't eating. And, and even for the Browns this past week, Baker went 305 uh, with two touchdowns and no picks. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in a game where they had to – the Browns don't want to play this way. Yeah. They don't want to have to pass the ball. But Baker, I mean, no, he's not going to get started in any league, even in two quarterback leagues. But he had his. Nick Chubb, 21 carries, 161 yards and a touchdown. Did you know Nick Chubb is RB12 on the season, which is like, okay, I could see that. His quote-unquote backfield mate backup, Kareem Hunt, 61 yards rushing, two rushing touchdowns, five catches, 28 yards. He's RB7. Yeah, these two. So we say it's not. this is not a handcuff. This is beyond a committee. This is one and one. Yeah. Not even one and one A. Yeah, no, this I mean, is this You is start them both every week. You made the joke uh, to Anthony in our PPR league. When he's like, oh, I started the wrong Cleveland running back. There is no wrong. You start There's them no both. There's no such thing as the wrong Cleveland Even running back. Even if you got to do it at RB1 and RB2, you yeah. start them both. Yeah. You know? Uh, disappoint from this game, OBJ. Two catches, 20 yards. I mean, yeah. That's Don't say we didn't warn yeah. you. Um, and Joku, something to keep an eye on. Now, a lot of his 149 yards receiving a touchdown was on a broken 71-yard t- touchdown. Mm-hmm. But he still had seven catches. Yeah. And we talked to, I brought up stat a couple weeks ago about how many of Baker's passes go to running backs and tight ends. Now, a couple weeks ago, it was Hooper that scored. This week, it was Njoku. I mean, with the terrible situation at tight end and the bye weeks coming up, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, we're, you're just talking about, at this point, I know that Cleveland um, is sitting there at 3-2, at and two, and you got... Um, you got Baltimore at I think four and one. Four and one, absolutely. And I still think Cleveland's going to win this division. Cleveland I, is playing so much better ball. I mean, they're an all-around good team. They lost to KC and they lost to the Chargers, and neither one nothing of those teams had anything about. to hang yeah, your head nothing about. Nothing to hang your head. Especially about. what you what you did offensively against the Chargers team like this to be blow, blow for blow going back and forth. They went back and forth with KC, barely lost that game. They went back and forth with the Chargers, barely lost that game. I dare say that when you're talking about. The best teams in the league, the, the Cleveland Browns are right up there at the top for me. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I wish we could spend more time because that was a great game, but we're up against the clock already. Dallas 44, the Giants 20. I think the story of this game was all the Giants injury. Yes. Already out before the game was Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton. Injured in-game, 
Saquon Barkley, we already talked about mm-hmm. that, but it was first quarter. He steps, yeah. a freak thing where he steps on somebody's ankle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones went out. Kenny Galladay went out. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, everybody was injured for the Giants. The yep. fact that they kept it as close as they did for as long as they did was a borderline miracle. And and I called it, I'm going to take a small bow on this one. We had a show bet. Yeah. Kadarius Tony versus Cedric Wilson. You're right. Kadarius Tony, 13 <laughs> targets, 10 catches, 189 yards. That could be from all those injuries, too. Well, I, I'll, I'll, yeah. fall back, I'll fall back on it. I'll tell you, I'll on the sword on it, I did lose that bet, but there was an awful lot of injuries that. And that's that what up I, I always beat the drum when it comes to fantasy production. It's opportunity. I gotta tell but you, that's though, what he had. He had opportunity. If you were watching that game, Kadarius Tony, if he's out there in your leagues, go get this guy. This guy, yeah, runs, we brought it up a couple weeks ago. It's too late at this point. Some of the cleanest routes I've ever. The way he was moving for a rookie, very he polished, would throw me off. I mean, he was. I was. I was watching him, and I was like, I don't know how this guy is making these jukes, yeah. and 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 just getting five yards off of everybody else on a juke, and then you see that cornerback that, that bites on it. It's just wide open. Yeah, absolutely. Um, should also be said, we talked about Saquon out two to four weeks. Daniel Jones is in concussion protocol, so Giants are going from bad to worse. Yeah, I mean, it, they find ways to lose game, and now they're just finding ways to lose players. Yeah, and uh, the, the team that's just walking away mm-hmm. with this division, the Dallas Cowboys, ho-hum, Dak, 302 yards passing, three touchdowns and a pick. Zeke, 110 yards rushing, a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown. I, these just, everybody's eaten. Yeah, CeeDee Lamb touchdown, a Murray Cooper touchdown. This is all hands on deck. Every, the Dallas' offense is firing on all cylinders right now. And when you've got a Washington team that can't stop anybody, you've got a Giants team that can't stay healthy, and you've got an Eagles team that has Jalen Hurts and, I don't know, a that, bag of rocks. That's it. yeah. It's so like that, like, this is, this might be the, this might be the, the one division that's already decided already. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out this game before we move on, Dalton Schultz, eight targets, six catches, 79 yards. It is his third straight game with six-plus receptions. This guy's for real. This guy, at this point, you can't dispute it. He's the number, but number three scoring tight end right now in PPR. And at this point, why would you think that's going to change? If you have this guy, you should be starting him. Yeah. If you don't have this guy, you should be looking to get him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next game. And this was kind of a disappointment. <laughs> I, maybe I'm being polite. Arizona 17, San Fran 10. You know, this is a good old-fashioned 80s football game. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to say that because the score, but it's not like any either team ran. No. I mean, in the 80s, they ran the ball. Yeah. It was just each running back got 30 carries. This was just... This, this was 17-10 because... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I know I, that's terrible analysis, yeah. but what do you want me to say? I mean, you're yeah. talking about... Uh, Teams that just had had good stops when you needed to make good stops. I mean, they stopped Trey Lance, I think, in the end. They stopped uh, San Francisco deep in their own territory, I think, twice. Yeah. Um, Arizona, I mean, 5-0. and oh, You can't dispute that. I mean, the, the yeah, numbers. Yeah, like Bill Parcells says, you, your record is, you know, you are what your record says yeah, you are. Yeah, I mean, but once again, we're talking about a San Francisco team that for some reason now at 2-3 and three, is still getting a lot more love that I can understand. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about San Francisco now, Trey Lance had his first start. 192 yards passing, 89 yards rushing. By far the leading rusher on his own team. Mm-hmm. But keep an eye on that left knee sprain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be, I asked you the question last week, have we seen the last of Jimmy G? We may see him again next week. Yeah. Well, once again, we were talking about it with Fields. Why are all the rest of these quarterbacks running around and, yeah. and Justin Fields isn't? Yeah, absolutely. Um, not much else from this game. D-Hop did his 687 and a touchdown. 
He's been a, quote, disappointment on a couple occasions, and he's still wide receiver 16. Yeah. One more thing before we move on. Max Williams, who I had been touting a couple times because of the shape of the tight end position. Done. He's out for the year with a knee injury. So cross him off the list. Yeah, I mean, Kyler, you know, he had a had an average week, you know. Yeah. It was a, it was a very, yeah, very seven attempts week. rushing from one yard rushing. Yeah. I mean, San Francisco did a good job of keeping him from running around. Um, two thirty nine and a touchdown. I mean, it's it's average. It's below average for him. I mean, it's just average for everybody else. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about that upset special that came in again, and let's talk about the Buffalo Bills going into Kansas City and just taking it to the Kansas City Chiefs. They absolutely did. Now, now the Chiefs had some injuries. You know, Tyreek Hill had a small injury. Kelsey had a small injury. Ceh, we talked about that. Yeah, the Kelsey injury but the was one of five minutes left in the game. He no, got stung. I, I, he walked right I'm out. I'm not that trying field to make excuses. Home. Buffalo was clearly the better team. Thirty-eight twenty, they beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead or whatever the hell they're calling it this week. Let me ask you this: Was this Kansas City passing the torch to Buffalo in the AFC? I don't know as far as passing the torch. This is Buffalo firing on all cylinders. Taking it to a Kansas City team that is not firing on all cylinders. Casey is, I don't know what's going on over there. They can't cover a game. They aren't winning games. I mean, every single, I mean, they've had a tough schedule. You're talking about the fact that they're two and three of the Kansas City Chiefs. But they, what are their losses? Their losses are to the Chargers. Their losses, they lost to the Bills. Um, <clears throat> what was their third loss to, Tim? Oh, was Baltimore. Yeah. And then you, you, and that was kind of a lucky, yeah. fluky. And then you, Ceh fumbled. And then you beat Cleveland. So when you're talking about, well, when you go to back to back Super Bowls, you're going to have a tough schedule. Yeah, but I mean, you're this not, is a tough schedule. And that's, I brought it up a couple times in our gambling segments in the preseason mm. shows. Why was Kansas City's over under total twelve and a half? I'm like, oh, they have to do is go thirteen and four to seventeen. How are they not going to do that? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, wow. They had a seventeen game season. Now a two and three. You pretty much only have one game left to spare. Yeah. Um, they would really have to run the table pretty much. Everybody from this game ate. Josh Allen, 315, three touchdowns, no picks, 59 yards rushing, a rushing touchdown. He was the leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills and is now the betting favor from MVP in Vegas. Yeah, as well as he what should What else be. can you say about him? I mean, he's just he, – that. it's just that offense is firing on all cylinders and taking no prisoners. Yeah, and that's a team – that's an organization – that took a chance on Josh Allen. You remember mm-hmm. when he got drafted? He was not highly touted. Yeah. They took a cha- chance on Josh Allen, and they molded their team around what he does well. Yep. And they have let him blossom as a star as far as who he is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, something from this game, we were talking about Dalton Schultz. Dawson Knox, three catches, 117 yards, a touchdown. He is tight in three on the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, you got to throw him out there every week. Absolutely. He's I mean, a nightmare. He's Knox a matchup Schultz, nightmare. Knox and Schultz right now, you got to be throwing these guys out there. Yeah, absolutely. He got his. Uh, Diggs, a little disappointment. Two catches, 69 yards. But Emmanuel Sanders, three catches, 54 yards, two touchdowns. Now, he missed a couple weeks. He's wide receiver 20. Yeah. I mean, that goes to show you the stats. We're talking about people's uh, quarterback position, running back position, tight end position. Wide receivers have been pretty steady. Even that, Emmanuel Sanders, wide receiver 20. Well, it just, once again, shows. If you have two games where you're getting in PPR, you're getting 20 points because you get two touchdowns, 50 yards, three catches. You're getting fifty. You're getting 20 points. You do that two weeks in a row, you're in the top 20. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's the thing is, you know, more on that in the next game. But uh, from the Kansas City side of this game, Mahomes, ho-hum, 
272, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And it's crazy that we're talking about 272 and two, and we're like, huh? Yeah. Well, that's the yeah. thing is the bar has been set in this yeah. league to the point where that, and he has set it. Yeah. It's not like we can say other people have influenced. Mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes has set this bar. And, and I'm telling you on a side note, a lot of people are talking about Aaron Rodgers is getting older, Tom Brady is getting older, what's going to be the shape of the quarterback position in this league. They're good for years to come. Oh, yeah. Not only do you have Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen, who are stars behind us, but behind them you've got Kyler Murley, Justin Her- Herbert. The league is in good shape. Oh, yeah. For quarterbacks, you're going to have no problem with this. These yeah. guys are going to continue to eat. This is a passing league. Everyone's entertained by the deep ball. No, you know, like Unless you're watching Derrick Henry, no one's like, Ooh, watch Ronald Jones run. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody yeah, cares about that stuff. And that's the thing, is even the guys that you are excited to watch mm-hmm. are not on the field. Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, yep. Saquon Barkley. So, I, I mean, it, it's a passing league, and, you know, at this point, enjoy. Mm-hmm. I mean, for wrapping up the Chiefs, uh, Tyreek Hill, seven catches, 63 yards. Looks like a disappointment coming off his huge week, but I think most people will take those numbers. Mm-hmm. Kelsey's continues to be tight end number one. Six catches, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, he's got an injury, too, from that stinger. Now he's listed as questionable, too, this week. Yeah, and that's a shame. Um, Hardman, something to keep an eye on. I know when I say McCole Hardman, most people throw up in their mouth. But 12 targets, 9 catches, 76 yards. Is there any meat on that bone? I don't I don't care to talk about McCole Hardman. I'll just drink my beer. I don't, right. I don't, I, I just think that he's too sporadic. There's no, 9 for 76 this week. Three for twenty-two next week. I think the best analysis you can when you talk about Miko Hardman is drink my beer, you know. Um, and and what turned out to be a really good game, the Monday Night Football game. Oh my God! I mean, <laughs> it turned out to be a good game. It was a horrible game for the Ravens for three quarters. Right? Yeah. Let, let me preface that. It ended up as a good game at the end. Yes. Because I I don't know what horseshoe. No pun intended with the Colts being involved in this game. What horseshoe Baltimore has up their ass. But how lucky were they to beat the Detroit Lions when they Mm -hmm. had the non-called delay of game when they were three seconds late. And a a crossbar over from Justin Tucker. They were lucky to beat the Chiefs because of a fumble from Christian McCaffrey. I'm sorry, Edwards uh, Yeah, CEH. They were lucky to win this game. Yeah. Baltimore was the better team for three-plus quarters. I'm sorry. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Baltimore Colts. (laughs) Yeah, Colts, Colts, yeah. Either way, it was Baltimore. I mean, it was 31-25 to in overtime. But let's be honest, they were very lucky to win this game. They should not have won this game. No. I mean, this is is a Colts team. Once again, sometimes teams find ways to lose games. The Indianapolis Colts are one of the best one-in-four teams I've ever seen. Yeah, no. (laughs) That's one of the things Belichick always brings up is that more teams in the NFL – lose games then get one yeah and it's usually a turnover some dumb mistakes something where even the professionals who are coached their whole lives still make dumb mistakes this is a game where you told indianapolis um you you have this big huge lead you're gonna win this game unless you can't catch this egg that has oil olive oil or like a water balloon or something and they're just uh, you see it like yeah. you see the the bobble around and goes right through their hands they had this game that i mean this is a team now, Indianapolis, that besides the week one against Seattle, where they basically got dominated that whole game, in my opinion. Absolutely. You're talking about a, a team that then went to the Rams and gave them everything that they could handle and almost beat the Rams. Yep. Then you got it. Then they then they almost won again. Then they then they finally beat um, was it Miami and got off the, yeah, the Schneider yeah, yeah. and so like that. But. I mean, then you had this game too. This is a team that could easily, instead of being one and four, it could be 
four and one or three and two. Yeah, and that's the thing is that that division nobody wants to win that division. Yeah, nobody right? wants. to I win mean, that the division. Texans will win by default, or the not Titans. the Texans, the Titans. Yeah, the Titans. them too. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, nobody wants to win that division. Mm-hmm. The competition for the Titans was supposed to be the Colts, and they're just finding ways to lose the game, which is shocking because we talked about they they were winning this game for three plus quarters. If you didn't watch the game and just saw the box score, you're like, oh, Lamar outplayed. The, no, 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 no. They had the lead for most of this game, and Justin Taylor, who had a great game, still only had 15 rush attempts. Mm-hmm. How does that happen when you're leading three quarters? I know. I mean, I that's actually, what the Titans, the Titans are. Here, Derek Henry, keep running the ball. I bet Jonathan Taylor to, to have over 50 yards rushing. He did. I bet him to have over 75 yards rushing. He didn't. But he had 49 going into the fourth quarter. How do you not yeah, How do you not guy, salt this game away? Yeah. How do you not give this guy some more carries when you were up 16 at one point? And then on top of that, I picked him to score any touchdown. And so did that. He did. And so did that. Like... Um, Carson Wentz, I told you he was gonna. Uh, he was he was the experiment. I told you, and actually, I put it on Twitter. I said, everybody, Carson Wentz is going to throw for over two twenty four. He had that by halftime. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. And that's the thing. You had a great week. We'll talk about it in a couple minutes in the best bets. You had a great week at the window. Mm-hmm. Great week at the window. I mean, besides that one, you know, we'll screw you here. I'm right, we'll finish up on the uh, Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor had fifty three yards rushing, a, a touchdown. Three catches, 116 yards, a receiving touchdown. He led the team in both rushing and receiving. That put him up from running back 28 to running back 11 in one game. Jonathan Taylor is a special player. Absolutely. If you get if if he could, they can get right on these goal line carries because it takes forever for them to get the ball in the end zone. Jonathan Taylor finally did it yeah. um, on a on a goal line. You kept bringing it up how many red zone carries yeah. he had. Yeah, people that drafted him and were patient with him didn't trade him or anything mm-hmm. like that are being rewarded. Yeah. Um, to wrap up the Colts side of it, Wentz, you brought it up, 402, two touchdowns, no picks. I mean, they did everything they could except for running the ball more. Mm-hmm. And Pittman, six catches, 89 yards, and a touchdown. I think at this point you start them every week. I mean, and once again, here's another team, Baltimore, like Washington, like Tampa, like Kansas City. These teams are not good defenses. No. Everyone thinks these teams are going to be they, good defenses. They get by on their reputation. These teams are terrible. They have these great reputations for being good defenses. Terrible defenses right now. But what Baltimore does have, Lamar Jackson. Oh, my God. 442 yards passing, four touchdowns, no interceptions, 62 yards rushing. In week five, he was quarterback number one. Mm-hmm. And for the season, he's quarterback number four. Hey, when this guy... When this guy plays against me, he balls out. <laughs> like, oh my. This, he played against me. I had a 50-something point lead, and I lost. Yeah. Uh, yeah, imagine if you were playing against somebody who had Lamar and or Andrews and Hollywood Brown. Well, I played against Jonathan Taylor and Lamar. Hey, I played against Brady and Devontae Adams. I, I, was, up, sympathy out of I was up 50. I lost by 40. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing you can do but bend over, take it, hope for lube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean... I, it's something else I wanted to point out from this game. Mark Andrews, 13 targets, 11 reception, 147 yards, two touchdowns. If you were worried about him, in one game, it goes to show to tell you about the 2021 season in the tight end mm-hmm. position. In one baller game, he went from tight end 15 to tight end 2. Yeah. One baller game. Yeah, well, once again, what a difference one Monday night game makes to the next to the next. The week I got knocked out of the fantasy eliminator, he had 29 yards yes, receiving in week one on Monday night football against the Raiders. And then he comes out and he does this. Yeah, what, I mean, what are you going to do? Get sick uh, in my stomach. The other of the three stars from Baltimore, Hollywood Brown, nine catches, 125 yards, two touchdowns. He is wide receiver number six. He's the best 
tenth round pick in years. Well, maybe Mike Williams will have something to say about that. Well, Mike Williams is the ninth round pick in our league. <laughs> anyway, it was a, it, it ended up being a fun fourth quarter for those that stayed up for oh, it. Oh my god, it was it was crazy. All right, so let's talk best bets, Tim. Oh, you want to skip to best bets? Oh, you want to go? You want to go to the review first? Well, the preview. Let's, what do you want to do? Let's talk about the preview for Thursday night. Okay. All right. Let's let's wrap it because I'll let you take your victory lap at the end. All right. All right. All right. Thursday night preview. We got Tampa Bay is a six and a half point favorite at Philly with an over under of fifty two. Tampa's team total is thirty and a half. Mm-hmm. So, and, and can you argue with that? No. Tampa, right now they're Tampa just doing whatever they want. Great offense, and they're playing against a bad team. And they're just doing whatever they want whenever they want. Yeah, but the Bucks have won twelve out of thirteen. Um, something that caught my eye, Jalen Hurts, 340 and a half pass and rush. Hmm. So, I mean, that's a big number. That is big number, especially after the fact that he did not come anywhere near that against the, uh, the Panthers. Yeah. yeah. And, and, well, that's, I, I, you brought it up though. Tampa has a bad defense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Carolina, besides, uh, besides that week against Dallas, they've, they've been really, they've been really good on defense. Yeah. A couple more things to keep an eye on from this game. Gronk has already been ruled out. That's mm-hmm. no surprise. No. Um, Brady's thumb injury, you couldn't tell it by his five touchdown passes, but something to keep, pardon me, something to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Not going to stop you from starting him. He's going to play. Uh, Dallas Goder was put on the COVID list. Do you have any interest in Zach Ertz, who's owned in 26% of leagues? Well, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's literally Devonta Smith or Zach Ertz. I mean, you maybe get the, the one or two deep balls. That yeah, Tampa Watkins. Bay has, does have a bad secondary. To, to Quez Watkins, might get those one or two bombs and stuff like that. And then besides that, I mean, but Jalen Rager hasn't done anything special so far this no, year. No, not at all. So, I mean, yeah, I don't, I can't put any. Okay. Uh, well, we talked about, yeah, Philadelphia, you got Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith, and dare we say Zach Hurts. Yeah. That, Just because like of I said, the COVID situation. I mean, obviously, if you have Zach Hurts and you have, or, and you have uh, Dawson Knox or, or Dalton Schultz, then you should be starting those guys. But, I mean, if you don't have anybody else, then yeah, go ahead, start Hurts. But I'm saying, like, when you're talking about, when you're talking about when you look at it and you got these other guys that are doing really well right now, then I would say to stick. Yeah, with I'm just guys. talking about guys that might be decimated by injury yeah, 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 yeah. or bye week, mm-hmm. which you know we'll bring up in the preview show. Tampa Bay side, Brady, all three wide receivers, and Leonard Fournette. Did I miss anything? No. No. <laughs> Pure and simple. That's it. Yeah. Just, I. What do you say about the line? Because the line is six and a half, and then the over under is fifty two. Do you think it goes over yet again? Uh, I'm, I'm going to stay away from that, just because I don't know what Philly team is showing up. And I'm not sure what's up with Brady's thumb injury. Mm. I, I, I know it's not going to keep him from playing, but look what the weather did to them in the game against New England where it was 1917. Mm. I guess maybe find out what, what the do, weather's going to be what like. What does interest me is Tampa Bay minus 6.5. That's under the magic number of 7. Mm-hmm. It's just something to keep an eye on. Well, I mean, last year the the Bucks played against an inferior, a supremely inferior Bears team and lost on Thursday. On the Thursday night, yeah, something to keep an eye on. So, maybe stay away from that, but I tell you, what's going to be good is all the sites they're going to have because it's a standalone game on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, there's not going to be a hell of a lot of baseball to watch. It's a standalone game. There's going to be plenty of boosts. So, get your get your boosts and yeah. get your get your value where you can get. Um, it. we brought up, let's let's run through this waiver wire segment real quick. There's okay. a bunch of guys that are easily available. Um, we brought up in the, in the headlines, Devonta Booker somehow was only owned in 4% of ESPN leagues. Mm-hmm. If you have the number one waiver claim, go get him. Yeah. Because you've got he's going to be pretty good for at least a couple weeks. Well, he just he had two touchdowns this yeah, week. Yeah, he just went off. Absolutely. Uh, another, Daryl Williams, 7.5% of leagues. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to step in from CEH for at least three weeks. Yep. So, I mean, I think he's at least flex consideration. 
Um, Ramondi Stevenson, he's only ended 5.8 leads, but something to keep an eye on if Damian Harris's injury turns yep. out to cost him a true, game. True, true. Uh, Kadarius Tony, who we were talking about, only owned in 10% of leagues. I expect that to shoot up to at least 60. Go get that guy. I got to tell Honestly, you. he's like, all that's left. Devontae Booker was scoring touchdowns in uh, in absence of, of Saquon, um, but Kadarius Tony, man, he... The route, the way he was running routes and stuff like that. I don't know if this guy is coverable when if he's in a couple of years. We might be talking about this guy's one of those special receivers. Yeah, in the, in the um, NFL. I'm not going to bring up the next name I was going to mention because I don't need you to throw up. Uh, do you believe that Tim Patrick's only owned in 30 percent of leagues? He's starting on my team right now. That's that just how bad blows my mind. My, my team has been decimated with injuries and decimated with mediocre play. That I've been starting Tim but, Patrick I mean, since week two. He, we've been talking for weeks that you start him every mm-hmm. week, especially after Judy and uh, Ken uh, Hamler went down. Mm-hmm. How is he only owned in thirty percent of leagues? Yeah, he's and he's and he's consistently getting seventy, eighty yards receiving every game. Uh, I mean, game. are people sleeping? I, I guess. I like I said, right. there's thirty percent of the leagues just don't pay attention to that stuff. But you're talking about ten team leagues. Tim Patrick probably is still free agent. I guess, but I, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't usually bring up quarterbacks because usually in a twelve team league, you only need you know ten to yeah. twelve. But Russ is injured. Yep. Um, Russ went down with an injury. You're going to need someone to replace him. Tua looks like he's on his way back. He's owned in twenty five percent of leagues. Mm-hmm. Any interest in Tua? Yeah, sure. I mean, he's you know, like you you know, you're going to get a couple of good a couple of good matchups, favorable matchups when you're got a Miami team. Um, Taylor Heineke, and I, I know he didn't you know have a great game, but he's owned in twenty percent twelve. I'm sorry, twelve percent of leagues, and in week six he's playing against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, maybe some chase points there. Yeah, there should be some. He should, he should get. He should be able to eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, if you drafted Russell Wilson as your number one quarterback, you probably didn't draft a backup. Mm-hmm. So if you're scraping, there's a couple names for yeah. you. Um, one other one thing to keep an eye on: Dan Arnold. He was picked up by the Jaguars a couple weeks ago. He's owned in two percent of leagues. I only bring it up because the tight end situation in this mm-hmm. league. He had eight targets, six catches, sixty-four yards to lead the Jags. Yeah. Just, I'm not saying pick him up. But keep an eye going forward. Bless you. Yeah, thank you. Um, now let's hit those best bets. Let's yeah, let, let's do it. Tim. Let's let you take a victory let's lap. Let's do this. You were three and zero. You Woo! you hit on Pittsburgh, Arizona, the Green Bay Cincinnati under thanks to some bad kicking, and the upset special, which you are now four and one on. That upset special, I took Buffalo and yeah, I mean and and a couple other ones that I was looking at before where I told you the Jets that was a loss. The Washington that would have been a loss, and some of that, and then there was, and then there was this one. Just take your going. victory lap. You had a great week in the window. Take your I victory did. Lap I did lap. have a great week at the window. I said Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, Pittsburgh obviously was one that came out right from the get go, which was awesome to not have to worry about that. You know, yeah, that, that pretty much all game that long. was put to bed pretty early. Yes, the Arizona one that one made me sweat. Well, obviously, yeah, and that's that's the thing is the only thing you can really just kind of hey I'm good. When you bet an over and it comes in already. Yeah. Then you're like, well, they're not losing points. Well, it was Arizona Green Bay. Arizona Green that, Bay with like four minutes left in the first half was, it only had like, I think 10 or 10 or 13 points scored in that game. And all of a sudden it was like, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I was like, oh crap, here we go. And then luckily enough, um, they started missing field goals towards the end of the game. Yeah. Um, my best bets were two and one, which pales in comparison to your three and oh. But I, I, I won on the Miami-Tampa over. That's what I was telling you. That that went yeah. over in the third quarter. So yep. I was like, all right. Uh, Houston, I, I mean, I, like I, my point in liking Houston this yeah. past week was the fact that the Patriots shouldn't be giving nine to anybody. And they should have lost that game. They should have. So, um, I did lose on Vegas. I really thought they were the better team against the Bears. And I was wrong. Yeah. But 2-1, and one, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I hit some on my props. 
I, I held my own at the window, as they say. Yep. Uh, for people you too young to remember, you used to have to go to Vegas to go up to the window to place your bet. Yes, I, I will. I will also take a bow on the fact that uh, uh, I said in the in the survivor pools to take Tampa. I also said to take New England. Luckily enough, we skate, skated on that. Skated. Absolutely. <laughs> if you followed me on that and tried to get by with New England and not use Tampa, I mean, hey, live to play another day. You 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 eked your way through and stuff. I did say in this podcast and on Sunday, thank you for bringing it up, that Rugs would have over 40, 45, 47 and, a half. 47 and a half yards receiving. That was he on the Bears that. and Bears podcast. He had 51. Um, so, yeah, that one came in. Um, when we get to the, the experiment, the, the, the close but no cigar, let's get back to that one. The close but no cigar, we had Jameis Winston over seven and a half yards rushing, and that came in. Yeah. Then uh, I had Chase Edmonds over 71 rushing receivings. That did not come in. No. Mark he, Andrews. Was, we didn't talk about it in the game. He had a disappointment. Mark Andrews under 69 yards receiving. That didn't come in either. Um, so, But those were the close with no cigars. So I'm yeah. just bringing him up because we brought it up. So I wanted to at least go over that. But those don't count for our actual numbers because the ones that we actually told you to play was Debo over 61 yards receiving, which did not come in. He had like 56 so it was really close. He did have a 13-yard rushing touchdown. I yes. know that doesn't count towards the bet, but that's what I'm saying. He like, still he got you your points, and you he, still started. Yeah, everything. it was one of those things where he came up one catch short. You know, if he caught one of them one more target, or if they counted those rushing yards, it would have gone over. But whatever. All right, keep going. It, it was an experiment. But Wentz's over 224 and a half yards was over was by well half. Well over. It was over by halftime. He had threw for 400 yards when it was all said and done. So on the season for the experiment, the the. DraftKings versus the Fantasy Pros. The Fantasy Pros are eight and six right now. So if you're betting, if you bet every single one of those, you're you're making money right now. You're a little bit of money, but you're still making money. Yeah, hey, money is money. Yeah, but three and zero. I'm excited about that. It it gets me back up to a good to good record now at this point. I'm about seven and eight, so we're bringing it back around. You're all you're about you're seven and nine. I'm seven eight and one because I pushed one. But you're seven and nine. We're right there. We're bringing ourselves back over. What is in there? That's just on the best bets. Yeah. I mean, if we if I went into in depth with all the propositions I like, and we try to save time on the preview yeah. show because we don't want to go too far over an hour, even though we usually do. Oh, we could if do I a whole other episode. We could do a whole other hour episode on on all the different bets. Yeah, we could do a fantasy football podcast yeah. and then a betting podcast. Yeah. We try to bring it all together to entertain. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the props. I look at these props, and I'm knock on wood, been very good on my props. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll start throwing those on Twitter. Yeah. You know, for all five people that follow. That's why I've been throwing stuff out on Twitter. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're one of the four people I follow. I put my four. <laughs> I put my I put my three best bets on there, and they all came in. So hopefully, I get a little more pub going forward. Absolutely. Wrap uh, wrap us up, Rick. You know what? Uh, we hope you guys enjoy this. This Thursday night. This Thursday night game is going to be a fun one. When you got Tampa Bay playing on Thursday night, it's something that you got to sit back and watch and enjoy. Um, once again, this team could come out and just put thirty points up. Um, without breaking a sweat, or it could be a close game, and they'll still put up 30 points. I mean, they've only gone under 30. Are, are, so are you advocating taking the over? Yes, I like the over. Okay, well, that's why I'm at. You're beating around the bush, you know, whack that bush. I like the over. I'm, I'm, I lean over. I'm not saying I'm putting money on the over. I'm saying I'm leaning over. Oh. What? I'm not betting that. I'm not probably not going to bet the Thursday it game. can't be half a game. If I'm going to bet, if I'm going to bet it, if I'm going to bet it, I'll bet the team total over, or Tampa, over 30. They've only gone under that once this yeah, year. in the pouring rain. In the pouring rain. Yeah. So I would say check the weather. If it doesn't look like it's going to rain in Philly, go ahead and and eat with the, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, I think the game will probably will go over because I don't see Philly 
with Jalen Hurts and how porous the Tampa Bay defense is right now with all those injuries on that defensive backfield. Uh, yeah, I can see the uh, – I'll go, I'll go ahead and say take the over-under. Take the over. Yeah, I, I want to check out all the boosts. I'm going to check out everything. I uh, I like Devonta Smith. I want to see what his total is. But like you said, the secondary is bad. They're going to be chasing points. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what that ends up being. Yeah. Well, once again, thanks for joining us. We hope you guys have a, a good time. We hope you guys have a good rest of the evening. We hope you guys – Uh, Enjoy listening to this. We hope you guys have a good Thursday night football. We'll see you before Sunday for the preview show. Tim, anything else? Hi, Malcolm. All right. (laughs) Good night, everybody.